Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us. This is uh, Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where the mission is to encourage and equip you as a faithful father. That is to help you uh, prioritize physical presence, be engaged emotionally, and lead spiritually by example. The vision is to engage dads in raising a godly generation by reinvigorating the church on the fathering front. Uh, The topic of this podcast is Hallmark Holidays. We're coming up on Mother's Day and Father's Day in May and June. They're what I call the Hallmark Holidays months. I kind of refer to those uh, that way because uh, years ago I was uh, uh, invited to uh, stand in the pulpit for a pastor on Father's Day, and he said, normally we don't uh, capitalize on Hallmark Holidays, but Father's Day is kind of a unique uh, time to really encourage Dad. So I was blessed with that opportunity. So uh, uh, it's always interesting, though, on, on Mother's Day and Father's Day, you know, why uh, they're important and uh, why they're so different. Uh, so uh, with this, I want to invite you to go, or w- go to our website, faithfulfathering.org. You can click on the Dad Talk button and uh, see a tribute to my mother. And uh, you can also scroll down and view the history of blogs where we, uh, that we post each week. And as always, this will be a very practical discussion that I pray blesses you on your journey as a faithful father. Uh, in the studio with us today uh, to discuss Hallmark Holiday Months is Donald Mayfield, and I uh, just want to welcome you, Donald. How are you? Thank you, sir. I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me. Well, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and uh, your background. Um, I've been, um, been a resident of Pasadena most of my life, uh, alternating between Deer Park, LaPorte. Uh, my wife and I have been married for 24 years. Uh, I have a daughter who's 27. Uh, two grandchildren, a five-year-old son and a three-year-old uh, granddaughter. And uh, my son-in-law, he uh, he's in the Navy. He's stationed in Norfolk, so he's in Virginia right now. And, um, you know, we just, we've been walking with the Lord, I would say, for since, what is that, 14 years, 2008. Fantastic. Yes, well, uh, obviously, the 27-year-old been married 24 years. You stepped into it. Uh, you're automatically a father immediately upon, upon marriage. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. Yeah, she was uh, my daughter, Caleb. She was two years old when I married my wife, and that was when I was enlisted in the Marine Corps. They actually moved to South Carolina, where I was stationed at Paris Island, and uh, from there, I just uh, I kind of. Uh, God really wasn't in my life as much at the time, but uh, kind of winged it. And I had been brought up by a stepdad and had a kind of rough upbringing. My dad, biological dad, hadn't been in my life since I was two years old. And um, God's kind of just been showing me uh, through men in my life and other ways how to be a father and, you know, through the Word of God, how important it is. Well, you didn't take the easiest road. There's a lot of guys winging it out there, by the way. But, uh, but uh, to, I was, you know, I was married, I think, five or six years, and before we ventured into that promotion to parents. So uh, I can imagine you, uh, you were both a husband and a father immediately. That's a that's a pretty steep learning curve, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, amen. Well, fortunately, we have a, a mom and a dad, whether they're mother biological or a fa- mother figure or father figure, uh, they're instrumental in our life, which is, of course, what we're kind of focusing on here is uh, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Father's Day is a uh, month of June, what I call Father's Day month, because uh, that's my favorite month of the year being in fathering ministry. But Mother's Day is always uh, key. How, how did you celebrate or uh, what was unique about Mother's Day in your home growing up? Well, with Mother's Day when I was younger, um, we would, my mom would gather us together. We'd go over to my grandmother's house. We kind of made it a family event. And um, 
you know, we would, you know, as a young kid, do drawings and other things. I'm sure she loved it, you know, that was her heart. But, um, you know, I, my mom was a, she was a very kind lady. She really was. Uh, everybody that talks about her remembers her being the sweetest, most, uh, one thing I always hear them say is most unjudgmental person, no matter who you were, mm. she would show love towards you. Well, that's and, a, that's a, that's quite a legacy to pass on. Yeah, yeah, it is, <laughs> it is especially for me. <laughs> yeah, us uh, Christians are sometimes called judgmental, and we have to we have to fight that, don't we? We love unconditionally. But yes, uh, now that it sounds like uh, your your mother was intentional to honor her mother on Mother's Day, and of course you were that became a generational thing for you, huh? That's right. That's right. Even with my wife now, um, we've always made sure that. Uh, my daughter would get something for her. I would, of course, as a husband, you know, I think the modern thing to do is you go buy something for the kids, for the mom, and vice versa, they do for the fathers, it seems. <laughs> and and uh, how, did, how did that contrast for you on Father's Day, say, when Father's Day came around? How did, how did your family celebrate Father's Day? My, uh, my daughter and my wife would uh, honor me by, um, they would usually ask me what, what uh, I want, <laughs> but you know, they didn't want to get me anything I didn't want, but they would, uh, you know, set aside that we'd go eat, you know, go out to eat somewhere or something like that. You know, it's just, um, just, uh, one thing my daughter did for me, I think, uh, for my birthday, which it was the month of July, one month after. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but, um, she did this special thing for me, which, um, she's always done stuff. So uh, they, they did a video for me, a tribute with all the people that are important in my life, giving video testimony. But that just get, I just wanted, I know that's not Father's Day, I wanted you to give you an idea of, that's kind of the mind frame or the paradigm I imagine, you know, children having for their parents when they mm, do things sure, from the heart. Sure, sure. How about your home growing up? How, what, how was Father's Day different than Mother's Day? When That's a little tricky with my home. Um, my uh, my father, he was a Vietnam vet, and that really plagued him. He had gotten into drugs and alcohol, and uh, he had moved to California when I was around two. Um, my mother, um, she was into, you know, had a kind of rough lifestyle and uh, had a few stepdads come in, one of which, uh, the last one I had, which is the actual father of my um, half-sister, who I'm close to. His name was Paul, and... Um, we, it was more, my Father's Day experience was more geared towards my grandfather, just the way it was. Um, but we still honored him, still tried to, you know, buy something for him or just, you know, do something. But honestly, as a kid, usually, I'm going to be honest, I was selfish. That My mind wasn't on that. It was more geared towards adults handling that. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah, that's understandable. That, I always find it fascinating. I, you, you've heard the story where uh, uh, they, they, they handed out Mother's Day cards at prison. And, uh, of course, they didn't have enough cards to send uh, all the Mother's Day cards out. So they said, well, we better back up, pack up, on, uh, make sure we have plenty for Father's Day. And they, they distribute the cards for Father's Day, and they didn't have anybody interested in you know, very few interested in sending a card out for Father's Day yeah. and that uh, that's kind of the contrast I always think about uh, in church of course you always say they're the the uh, CEM folks which are Christmas Easter and Mother's Day that that come to church and uh, Father's Day is never mentioned in there uh, you know Mother's Day everybody comes to church they go and enjoy family and then when Father's Day comes around, I guess dads are just supposed to go play golf. What do you, why is that so different, you think? I mean, if I'm getting into the root of it, I think I honestly think it goes back to uh, 
the Bible, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, the, the lowercase g, God of this world, has blinded those who are perishing. I think it's um, it's kind of an attack on the enemy. I think it's it, there's almost an emasculation that takes place with males nowadays. nowadays you know, if I've seen that. I don't know. It started probably in the 60s and it has been working itself, you know, until now. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that is the reason why, you know, the subtleties of family that happens in, but I'm sure it plays a part, you know, it's in our atmosphere. But um, I, I do notice that. I do notice that uh, the women are honored a lot more than the fathers, which they should be. They should be, you know, Jesus loved the church, but um, the father is the way God made man is supposed to be the, you know, the foundation, you know. So if you have a problem at the foundation, everything else gets shaken up, does it not? Well, that, uh, that's re- I've read that somewhere as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, that that's a very uh, good, astute observation because I think that a lot of times uh, uh, moms are seen as more honorable. Number one, they went through labor to deliver us. Right. My gosh, <laughs> you know? right. uh, so there and dads sometimes don't measure up to that perception of being honorable. But uh, you know, there's a wonderful book out there. Dennis Rainey wrote uh, years ago called The Forgotten Commandment. And it's all about that fifth commandment. It says, honor your father and mother, and uh, your days will be long, right? right. And uh, it doesn't say anything about them being honorable, right? right. right. And, and so in this book, he really encourages men and uh, women to, to write those letters to mom and to dad, thanking them. You know, we, he, he was convicted in the book. Uh, it's a great story of uh, Dennis himself being convicted that he never said thanks to mom or dad for you know, getting him all the way to the point of ready to go off to college. He's driving off and, and uh, he realized, I never said thank you for, for getting me to this point of being able to even attend, think about attending college, let alone you know, uh, you know, providing the way. Yes. And I think that's really fascinating. Have you ever thought about uh, how we gloss over that fifth commandment sometimes? I have, I actually have. Um, and again, uh, like as kids, there's almost this like obligatory understanding that those are my parents, that's their job, and there's no thanks needed, right? Um, but as far as that commandment goes, you know, it, it, there, that one part in there where it says, so that your days may be long, you know, um, I, I sometimes wonder if, you know, because I'm a Bible-believing person, I wonder if Sometimes our days aren't as long as they could be because somehow that's, you know, been out of our mind. You know, we don't we don't focus on that. We don't honor our parents the way we should. Um, like I was telling you earlier, my, my mother died at 17. Dad died at 20. Um, so, you know, my grandparents kind of took the place of that. And I, and I can honestly say I don't think I honored them enough. You know, a lot of times I think back and, you know, as we all do, and I regret, you know, that I didn't honor them enough. And I... And I think um, I, I really admire, I was reading some of your stuff, I really admire what your ministry is doing because I really feel like there's a movement there to really reestablish that foundation. And um, I believe if that foundation is established, I believe it, it will change the dynamic of everything. Our mm-hmm. nation, the world, you know, that, that's that's where it starts is in the home. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more that uh, that uh, fathers, as a father goes, a family goes, a family goes, a church goes, as the church goes, the society goes, right. as society goes, of course, the nation goes. And so we have a, a long way to go. But uh, I do think a lot of times that fifth commandment is saying, well, that's an Old Testament thing. But then uh, Paul comes back in Ephesians and says again, you know, you're supposed to honor your father and mother. This is uh, the deal. 
but they'll still come back every now and then. I mean, there's an argument that says, no, God, you know, Jesus said there were two commandments. You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind, as well as Matthew, uh, I think it was Matthew 22, 37 through 40, that says, uh, you know, you love your the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then love the neighbor. You love your neighbor as yourself. And and what I always in, interject in there is that that's because he walked the fifth commandment. He honored and glor- everything he did pointed to his father before you know he, any miracle was done. Anything else, Lord, uh, Father, I do this to gl- your glory, not to my glory. Right. Yes, I just thought that was such a beautiful uh, uh, reference to to say that he, as he walks that commandment, that's what we're supposed to be living into is uh, honoring. How 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 do we? How do we honor when when our mom and dad uh, we lose them young? Whatever. What are your thoughts on how we honor our uh, folks? Uh, I think Jesus gave us the template for that, and that's um, servitude, mm-hmm. without an agenda, without mm-hmm. a hook, just unadulterated love. And that's something that the Lord, I believe, one of the things in life He's really, you know, He stressed uh, how important love was, how the it was the most important thing. And I really believe that. When we love somebody, you know, you can tell. You know, you can tell when there's an agenda or when it's true love, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel, honestly, it starts with intimacy with Jesus. Mm-hmm. When we when we spend time with the Lord, we spend time in the Word, studying to show ourselves approved, as the Word says. I really believe that, um, like Galatians 5, 16, it says, walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. It takes you to another place where the, the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, self-control, discipline, all those things start coming about you know mm-hmm. and um the way that affects what you're referencing uh specifically regarding our parents you know it does like for instance when i mentioned the birthday thing earlier my daughter doing that video that meant the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there's no present that can come uh, come close to that it isn't about gifts and stuff and material it's about the relationship and how that gets glorified i love what you said about your mother being non-judgmental and and us supposed to be uh, unconditionally loving. I think that has a lot to do. My dad is evidently similar to your dad. He came back from World War II. But, you know, those who have listened to the podcast know my story. But uh, Ma always said he came back a different man than she married. And he just couldn't get away from the alcohol. So, uh, you know, I, I went the opposite direction of him until our daughter came into the world. And I thought, well, shoot, now we have something in common. We're both dads. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, long story, but I we we ended up walking through the uh, Nimitz Museum in Fredericksburg, Texas, which was a the back then it was a very you know very uh, uh, young, basic, crude museum. Now it's quite an exo- elaborate museum there in Fredericksburg. But we're talking 1987, and uh, walking through, they had some footage of Hellcats taking off of the old aircraft carriers. And uh, I, for the first time, really saw what my dad, my dad was a fighter pilot in World War II off the USS Wasp, uh, the dad that raised me. And uh, when I saw that, I realized that uh, as a cocky teenager, like you said, when we're young, we kind of take all this stuff. I just I said, I want nothing to do with him. But in that moment, I was convicted to honor him and just say, you know, I I judged a man I had no right to judge. He'd gone through things. If I'd been through that in my early 20s, I may not have been able to get away from the alcohol either, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so I asked if he would forgive me, and he forgave me. And awesome. uh, that brought an honoring and a, and a, and a healing 
not necessarily we weren't going to be best buddies, but I am convinced that that generational healing that comes from honoring our parents uh, is uh, influential in the relationship we have with our kids. Yes, you know, that, uh, so uh, that's my encouragement to dads uh, with, uh, with moms out there for Mother's Day, dads out there for Mother's Day is to, to uh, you know, if, you, if they're alive, please take them out to lunch and enjoy that time. Ask them how big of a pain in the tail you were growing up and what the, how they managed it. Uh, but then if, they're, if they have passed, I would encourage you to write a letter. Uh, just thanking them, uh, you know, just through the letter, just saying thank them, and uh, and uh, whatever you do with that letter, whether it's posthumously reading it at the at the graveside, or at least sharing it with your kids, and uh, bring some healing across the generations to uh, honor your father and your mother uh, as as best you can. Uh, you got any other tips for dads out there on this Mother's Day or Father's Day? Well, I think you said it. I was thinking of something earlier, um, and you just said you uh, asked your dad to forgive you. Forgiveness is a big thing. Uh, James 2.13 says, mercy triumphs justice. Mm. When you're merciful, you know what a man sows, he reaps. So um, it's funny because I believe what you just said is almost like a way, if you'll do that, if you'll forgive your parents or ask for their forgiveness, it's almost like your children will do the same. It, it comes full circle, and um, I just think forgiveness is a big thing. It comes uh, forgiveness is a is the hugest form of servitude we can do. Well, one guy went to the cross for it, so uh, that makes it pretty important. And uh, thank God he walked out of that tomb as well. He is risen. And uh, so, well, uh, Donald, I appreciate your time to be here. Uh, I just want to encourage all you dads out there, as always, uh, uh, especially on Mother's Day. Uh, like I said, it, uh, it's a hallmark day, which uh, means we support the card industry. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but uh, make sure it's, it becomes a routine to honor your mother and your father, but uh, especially on these days that we call Mother's Day and Father's Day, uh, whether it's write a letter, go out to lunch, uh, again, uh, if there's someone in your church that's of the age of a parent that has passed, uh, invite them out to lunch with your family. And just, again, hear that generational overtone of, of when you grew up. Sometimes kids like to hear stories of the things that we used to do, you know, whether it's reference to a rotary phone. Uh, you know, it's, these kids think the Internet's been around forever, right? So th these generational stories can bring healing as well. But uh, So dads, uh, be intentional in this uh, in, through these uh, hallmark months to honor your father and mother as you're called to do in Scripture. And uh, your kids will be blessed by it. And uh, so as you honor, you're being the father that uh, you are called to be and the dad the next generation needs to see. Keep giving them heaven. God bless and God speak.